0: Three, two one, one. Yes. porcupine. Why? I don't know. I cleared my mind. Oh. <laughs> There's a
1: red car over there.
0: Oh, okay. I try mm-hmm. not to let my uh outside influence
1: my inside. <laughs> so I let my brain wander. <laughs> if I didn't let my outside influence my inside, my answers would always be. I think that's a valid answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that next time if it if it works out that way
0: okay <laughs> try there. there welcome to cream and sugar hey Allie hey Julia you know I just needed to tell you something you're the apple of my pie <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my god that's so good <laughs> does that mean I'm currently in your freezer
0: um well technically yes But you could also be in a bowl of water and didn't actually get to make it into the pie. (laughs) I'll be a freezer pie.
1: Hello, everybody. This is Allie coming in from Julia's freezer.
0: Wow, that was really good audio from my freezer. Oh, thank you. Thank you. fall kind of it's like 73 degrees right now maybe even warmer and it's yeah really hot uh but that's because we live in the south but we're gonna pretend it's fall Woo! yeah Woo! just just for reference it's currently the beginning of november for us and it's really hot so if you are not from the south just imagine what your summer is like and make it a little bit cooler and boom you've got fall in the south Mm-hmm, but crank up the humidity a little bit. It's still there. Ooh, yeah. good point. It did just rain. so now you've got wet dead leaves rotting and it's uh, <laughs> yeah. adding to the moisture. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but more appetizingly because it's fall, we're gonna make apple pie, which I despise. I
1: love it and I am very excited.
0: yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna give apple pie a try, but uh before we get into. Apples and goodness and pies and goodness um how you brewing <laughs> um I'm
1: brewing pretty goodness <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a uh, a story time for how you brew in today because okay. I started making uh we got those those big glass jars bottles really that we got like lemonade in from Aldi and oh, I've been reusing yeah, yeah. them yeah. and so I started making basically like two to three cups of chamomile and like putting milk and sugar and everything in it and then putting them in those bottles and taking it to work so -hmm. that I can just pour it in a mug and heat up a little bit throughout the day uh and I just put it in the fridge in the door in the fridge and one of my coworkers came out he's one of the managers in the back and he was like what is that and I said oh it's chamomile and he said you're drinking camel milk oh my was like, gosh no chamomile and he's like yeah chamomile." so it just became chamomile to him uh and then okay. not he was like "Chamomile's so weird I don't like tea why are you drinking it and then not like an hour later my brother texted me and said hey guess what I just tried chamomile at the new cafe on campus and I'm like yeah we're a camel milk family <laughs> okay so I know this story was
0: about camel milk but there's a new cafe on campus question mark yeah, it's
1: where the frozen yogurt place used to be in the academic building. Ooh, they just turned mm-hmm. it into a cafe? Yeah, what,
0: a not Starbucks kind? cafe.
1: I don't I don't know what the company is called, but basically just like a tea and coffee place. Oh,
0: man, where was that when I was a student? Right? Dude, I went in there every other day. No, I went in there most days to get my breakfast and coffee because it was more convenient senior year.
1: Mm-hmm. That makes now three different coffee places on that campus because you can get Einstein, Starbucks, or that new one.
0: True. Mm -hmm. Or you can get really gross coffee from one of the other two main restaurants, but we don't (laughs) count that as actual coffee.
1: Yeah, no. Dining
0: Hall coffee hits different. Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. And then it comes out a little different too. Ew. But that's funny that t- more than one person was mentioning chamomile and <laughs> chamomile.
1: <meal>? Ew, chamomile? Mhm. Chamomile? I also my brother reminded me that chamomile is mentioned in I think it's hella good by no doubt. Okay. It's a no doubt song. Hold on.
0: No it sounds doubt. like you have some doubt.
1: <laughs> There's at least a little <laughs> bit of doubt. There's a big song that they have, and now I can't remember what it's called. Um, it's Hey Baby, that one. Oh, Hey Baby. Hey Baby <laughs> lyrics. When goes, Hey Baby, Hey Baby, Hey Baby, oh. Hey ba- ba- ba-
0: Girls Say, yeah. Hey Baby. That's no says- doubt.
1: She, yeah. Oh. Hey she baby, says, I'm just baby, sipping on chamomile, watching the boys and girls and their sex appeal with a stranger in my face who says he knows my mom and went to my high school. Oh, I know
0: that line. Uh-huh. Okay, I just never goes- realized
1: the first part was sipping on chamomile. Huh. Good yep. job,
0: Brian. Right? Shout out to you, my dude. Thanks, bro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so anyway, that's the most exciting thing that's been happening in my life. Nuh-uh. <laughs> it's you part of it. Have,
0: you also have some self-promoting to do, because I think that's I do. really
1: exciting. I did. Um, I have been keeping I actually met my reading goal which I think I mentioned already on podcast yes but I have decided that I am also going to do a bookstagram account to uh just kind of post and have somewhere to like talk about all the books I'm reading so Mm -hmm. I have now started a bookstagram under wordy and booked um because that also leaves me open to if I get too busy to do it I'm just booked so (laughs) I think that's
0: probably the most accurate title for your Instagram that you could have come up with. Because you both love to read and have no time unless you make it. (laughs) Yep.
1: (laughs) So uh, if you are interested in books or seeing what I'm reading or my opinions, or if you want to make book recommendations, go over to Wordy and Booked on right now just Instagram. But I might get into like, you know, YouTube and TikTok and all that later. So highly recommend it. I think
0: she's a great person. Uh, Check out her stuff.
1: (laughs) The goal, uh, the goal next year is going to be to read 50 physical books because this year I included audiobooks, books. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see how that goes.
0: Are you going to be choosing ones that can only be added to your eclectic bookshelf or are you going to be also choosing ones that you really like?
1: No. Oh, yeah. So I guess I should explain that. Um, The account is basically, I only have two bookshelves, like two target bookshelves in my room. And I don't want to have a massive book collection. I just want to have a very specific book collection of like only books that I really enjoy. Mm -hmm. So uh, I am going to be reading like all kinds of books with the goal of basically testing the water to see if they're books that I want on my shelf. So they're not all going to be like that quality. There's going to be a lot of them that I read. And I'm like, "Mm, no, thanks. But that's fair. Got to read them to know. So but yeah, so that's all I got going on. I'm so proud of you. Thank
0: you. <laughs> it's really cool. I've checked out a few of your posts and I like them very much.
1: Thank you. I like them. I, I got uh, my picture of my bookshelf up, even though it's not like all of my books, but mm-hmm. you know, I think you should just so. go shelf by shelf. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm going to get there. I'll have a full uh, inventory up eventually. Maybe I'll have yeah. to make a blog where I have like a current inventory of my books. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That way I have a list to go through. That's smaller than the entirety of Barnes and Noble and that might help me pick a book to
1: read (laughs) yeah actually you already have um one of my books that's definitely staying on my shelf so yes
0: Mm -hmm. which is sorcery and thorns reading one of your poetry books that you handed me and i love it i think i finished the first section oh nice yeah i finished it pretty quick that one you might actually just be able to keep if you want it because it's probably not going to stay on my shelf okay well thank you i do really like poetry sometimes good well, then it can water your soul. Yes, water my soul. <laughs> I only like poetry, but I like poetry, but only when I like it. Not when I don't like it. <laughs> I feel that. Okay. I like poetry when it hits just right. And then other times I'm like, mm, nah. I have to be in that weird mood where I'm like, ugh, woe is me. Let me read poetry and vibe. Mm-hmm.
1: I need <laughs> that. Like, let me think of the world as something profound, not as like I have a grocery list I need to go fulfill. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. True. But anyway, how you brewing?
0: I am brewing pretty well. On the same topic of books, uh, we went to Barnes & Noble yesterday and I picked up a blind date with a book. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I opened it up yesterday. My blind date was wrapped in white paper and it said, young adult fantasy. And mm-hmm. that's more my reading style. Is, it's still in the young adult section. Um, yeah. And it said something like learn to survive learn to save learn to serve and also mermaids and i was like wow that sounds really interesting so i guess i'm gonna pick that up so i unearthed it no i unwrapped it (laughs) (laughs) and it's called skin of the sea by natasha bowen i Mm. think i looked at this before and didn't pick it up oh i like that cover though yeah it's really cool uh Long story short, she like used to pray to the gods and now she only serves some mermaid. Um uh, but she also has to save his life. Oh. Um it's going against some ancient decree and I don't it's it's really cool. It's like mermaid politics question mark. That's exciting. So I'm really interested to read it after I finish Lord of the Rings. mm mm-hmm. Mhm mermaid game of thrones yeah i mean essentially it might be mermaid (laughs) game of thrones i have no idea but it looks really cool and i do love non-human books like i think my favorite when i was a kid was if they were in the perspective of a dog only or cats Mm -hmm. only like it had to be not human yeah for some reason more believable for me
1: Hmm. it's
0: fair but anyways i'm excited to read that um I have been officially appointed as the RSH CSE trainer at my job. Not really mm-hmm. important, but it's not like not that the job is important. The description is not important. I am mm. specifically the trainer for a portion of what we do at work, mm-hmm. uh, which is exciting. It's basically anything that's not customer related is what I'm going to be training on.
1: That's awesome! Yeah, congratulations.
0: Thank you. So basically, any new people that come through our lab, I'm in charge of training them and getting them up to speed, and it's going well. I've had my first outside trainee, like non-company hire, Mm -hmm. and she is doing phenomenally. Ooh! So I'm very proud of myself for getting her trained quickly, and she's—I mean, she's so smart. She's like a Clemson grad, double major, biochem genetics. Like, ooh. Like she's got this, but yeah, I'm very happy with her progress. Good. It's exciting. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited to be doing that. Uh, and then also when I'm not working lately, we've been playing a lot of D&D in like three <laughs> different campaigns, one of which is on pause. And I just mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been so much fun playing in person again. And I finally created a backstory for this guy last night on the way home. Oh, yay. And speaking of things I did last night, uh, includes the notes uh-huh. for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I had none of this done. You're like, oh, what is the recipe I need? Uh, I don't know. Let me check. Pulls up a random recipe. This will do. I mean, it <laughs> ended up working just fine. But yeah. I was not prepared. So I got home last night, made my notes, stayed up till 10 and went to bed perfect (laughs) i was very proud of
1: myself i'm very proud of you you got a lot done really fast
0: i did i knew this wasn't gonna be an extensive one and who boy if this had been anything like wine i probably would have just cried and stayed stayed up till 3 a.m
1: we would have just been like "Mm,
0: we'll be back next time guys yeah Mm -hmm. but i am brewing well that's that's what i got going on right now uh and i am looking forward to us going to a ren fair next week yeah, I'm excited Ooh. for that.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm, bre- I'm brewing well. Cool. All right. So I have a quick fire question for you. Oh. What is your favorite way to eat apple pie?
1: With my mouth.
0: <laughs> okay, Let me let <laughs> me elaborate. So uh-huh. some people like it with cheese. Some people like it with ice cream. Do you
1: have a preference? I um, when I'm eating apple pie during the fall and like the holidays, my ideal apple pie is piping hot with a scoop of vanilla ice cream. That sounds lovely. It sounds delicious.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) It is delicious for most people. I emphasize sounds because my favorite way to eat it is with the garbage can.
1: (laughs) I will just throw it away. (laughs) Have you ever had a piece of pumpkin, or not pumpkin pie, a piece of apple pie that you enjoyed, even a little? Uh,
0: pumpkin, or pumpkin, dang it. <laughs> See? <laughs> apple pie? Um, t- Is it technically pie? No. Was it that little apple thing from McDonald's? Yes. That is technically an apple pie. I, I want to call it more like an apple turnover, question mark? It's more like an apple calzone. Yeah. It's like if Pop-Tarts were not Pop-Tarts, but a crossover between a Pop-Tart and a calzone.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. But Pop-Tarts are sandwiches, so. (laughs) Mm. It's just a meme. Anyway. I know. We'll
0: have... We should do this discussion on podcast one day. Okay.
1: Anyway, I, I had a thought, but I will go down that tangent if we don't cut it off now, so. Okay.
0: Um... I technically enjoyed it. It was cold, um, mm-hmm. so maybe that's why I liked it—is that it was not hot right out. It just was kind of
1: room temperature. Oh, see, so usually when you get those, they're like scalding.
0: Yeah, I waited. I like I forgot about it all day, and then I was like, I guess ah. I'll try it. And it was kind of mm-hmm. like a, an apple strudel thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate it. I uh, I kind of enjoyed it, but am I going to go out of my way to order one? No ah okay yeah this is one of those things that i'm not gonna like gag but i'm not gonna genuinely enjoy eating it i'm gonna be like well this is this is there all right this is food that's fair (laughs) yeah (laughs) this is sustenance kind of this is this is sustenance yeah Mm -hmm. it's not my favorite but it's okay that's fair i'll allow it you're trying it anyway so (laughs) yes I'm doing this for all of the Americans out there. Well, actually, oh, that's a good way to lead into our conversation. All right. All right. So when we think of America, nothing's more American than apple pie, right? Yeah. Well, that's not correct because it's literally anything else could be more American than apple pie because neither apples nor apple pie originated in North America. Well, okay. (laughs) Although, although I would argue America also didn't originate in North America. That is a very good point. So. I like to compare this to French fries. They're also not French. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So if apples are not native to this country, where do you think
1: they are native to? Uh trying to think of how apples are grown. I'm gonna say Western Europe somewhere, like maybe France. Ooh, I do like
0: that. Mm. Unfortunately, that is not correct. Darn. okay. Would <laughs> you like to guess a different continent? Ah, uh, Asia because everything yes. else comes from Asia. <laughs> yes, this came originally from Asia, specifically Kazakhstan. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, in fact, according to history, historiccities.nc.gov, the capital of Kazakhstan is called alma Alta, which means full of apples. Oh, I yeah. like it. Fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, all apples. Oops, all apples. <laughs> so I do have a brief history of apples, because I know that's not what this podcast is about today, but I think it is important going forward into the apple pie business. Mhm. So, approximately 750,000 years ago, and this is early Paleolithic era, uh food okay. gatherers living in modern Kazakhstan, which is Central Asia, diso- discovered sour crab apples growing wild in the forest. So, hmm. these are little apple-esque fruits that are very, very tart. Okay. So not your Red Delicious that we have here. Right. Not a Honeycrisp. Right. And not super edible either. Mm-hmm. They never are. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, it'd be a last resort. <laughs> so approximately 8,000 years ago, now we're into the Neolithic era. Farmers in modern Asia cultivated wild apples. Uh, so okay. now we're starting to have more edible apples. Mm-hmm. Uh, Here's where we're going to enter some familiar territory. In 1300 BC, Egyptians began planting orchards along the Nile Delta. And if you remember from apple cider, that is where we first see cider popping up. True. And that's also where lemonade came from. Yes. They're all about the fruit and the drink. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's also very fertile growing land, so they're going to have some good stuff. Makes sense. Yes. Yes. So we have in 800 BC, the ancient Greeks have learned how to graft. Uh, And for those who don't do a lot of agriculture, grafting is where you can take part of a plant and attach it to another different plant and it will grow still. And you get this weird hybrid. Yeah. So they're learning how to graft things. That's what I'm counting on. So my D&D character does not die. Ooh, good point.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He got beheaded, but he's a cactus man.
0: So it's fine. Yep. We'll see how grafting goes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then in 200 BC, we have ancient Romans planting apple orchards in Britain. Oh, okay. So that's when it gets to Europe. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Greek, Greek, Greece is in Europe. So around 800 BC is when we're getting into the European territory. Right. And now jump into the 15 and 1600s A.C., A- A.D., a C,
1: A C D C.
0: Yeah, that. <laughs> the Spaniards brought apples to Mexico and South America. So now we're into the Americas. Yep, that sounds about right. Yes. So that's the really shortened ancient timeline. We'll do a little bit mm-hmm. longer of a modern timeline. Okay. So now we can jump into the history of apple pie. But this is still going to have to start with apples. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, as for the apple pie, this also does not have an American origin. Uh, last episode you guessed that they beca- that they came from Egypt, I think. We had done a quick little where do you think it come from? And you said, "I think Egypt, I think." Yeah, that sounds about right. Would you like to give another guess on where they originated from?
1: They being apple pies? Yes. Um, my next guess is gonna be Western Europe, like Germany, because Germany also has a lot of apple strudely pie things. I think that is a much closer
0: guess than uh, Egypt. So they actually came from England. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, a lot like all of our, not all of our, a lot like a lot of our culture. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all of it. They came from England. <laughs> mm-hmm. So apples made their way to the States by European coloners, specifically the English settlers.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, There was a native apple here. It was the crab apple. (laughs) (laughs) But it was a small fruit and, quote, a poor
1: substitute. (laughs) I guess you could say if you made an apple pie with a crab apple, you might be a little bit crabby. Oh. Nah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But these were the apples that were used for apple cider. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. So those apples were there, but we weren't using them for pies. Mm-mm. Instead, we started bringing over specific apples for pies. Um, and another reason for this was that planting an apple tree was also a way to claim land, especially if you lived in Virginia, where you if you didn't improve the land, your land could be taken away okay yes you had to like build and improve on the land otherwise it was still public Mm. i do remember briefly learning about that in school
1: that's interesting also when you say we brought apples over just for pies i know you mean like a species that's better to make apple pie but in my mind it's somebody plants a tree and it grows an apple and if you pick that apple and try to just eat it somebody will tackle you and say no 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 that apple's for pie this is for pie, pie only only <laughs> <laughs> no other consumption
0: none only pie <laughs> um apples are also extremely easy to cross pollinate So by the 1800s, there were a lot of varieties. Would you like to guess how many different types of apples there were
1: worldwide? Worldwide? Yes. I'm going to say 142. More. 1,420. More. (laughs)
0: 14,200. That was close enough. It is 14,000 different varieties. Wow, that's really close.
1: Just an keep apple, adding
0: zeros. An apple a day is not nearly enough to try every apple.
1: <laughs> Let's see. How many years would that have to be? Ooh, good 14, question. 14,000 divided by 365. 38 years. Wow. Well, really, 38 in
0: a few months. An apple a day will take you 38 years to try all of them.
1: hmm That's some fun math for you. <laughs> Let's start now. Okay. And we'll be done in 2060.
0: I don't want to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to be pushing what? 63? I think so. I don't. Yeah, I don't like that math. We're not going to go there. Okay. <laughs> we're going to stay happy in our 20s and we're never going to get older and we're never going to die and that's it. The end. The end. The All end. done. Yep. <laughs> so, around this time, we're going to reintroduce one of our favorite pioneers, John Chapman, aka Johnny Appleseed. Woohoo! That's twice him. now in this pod- podcast that I've talked about him. Mhm. I just really like Johnny Appleseed, I guess. <laughs> just like apples. I like apples. <laughs> it was because of him that Apples became American by association. Perfect. I love the good old American attitude of taking it. Now it's ours and nobody else can have it back. (laughs) Well, no, not that, but yes. (laughs) So a quick recap of Johnny Appleseed's history. He essentially went ahead of other settlers and would plant apple orchards in places that looked like it would grow well. And then they would end up establishing and building towns wherever these apple orchards were. So he essentially, like, settled the West by going and putting apples
1: everywhere. (laughs) It's like a flag, but way more productive. True. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) So it was considered very American because you were, you know, conquering the West and exploring and finding new land. So that's how apples got tied into this, all because of Johnny Appleseed. I'll take it. That's not bad. So when people say more American than, well, that something's not more American than apple pie, it's more that apples are very American because of the way we used it to colonize the Americas. Yep. (laughs) So kind of. (laughs) Kind of. A little bit. Nothing's more European than apples and colonizers. (laughs) What about
1: America is very apple, but an apple is not exclusively America? Yes. A square rectangle situation.
0: Yes, that is exactly what we're going for here. Mm-hmm. So now we're gonna jump back to England. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Out of America, back to England. Across the ocean. Yes. We're gonna paddle on over real quick because while America is busy making apple cider, we're gonna be over here making pie. Ah, what flavor? Pie flavor.
1: Or apple. (laughs) Oh, good point.
0: However, there are some Mm -hmm. differences. The earliest apple pie actually dates back to 1381. Now, pies are not really a thing at this point. It just happens to be the first recorded apple pie. Most pies are meat. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Fruits are not really a thing in pies. Um, So this one was one of the first. But it also wasn't just apples. It included figs, raisins, pears, and saffron. Fancy pie. Oh. Fancy pie. Maybe saffron wasn't very expensive back then. Maybe. Maybe you could just grow it. Maybe. Another major difference is that early pies didn't often include sugar. And some of the early pies were made with a crust that was not meant to be eaten. Oh. Yeah. They were made of a tough dough and not considered part of the pie. It was more like a compostable bowl. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. It was convenient, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, This type of crust was called a coffin pastry. I like that less. Okay, well, so (laughs) the term coffin is more referring to a box or a container. It doesn't actually mean, like, a dead person's place of rest. It just means it's a tough, rigid structure. Okay. So there's actually a really long and intensive history for coffin pastries, which okay. I am not getting into. Okay. I'll give you the Spark Notes version. Yes, please. So essentially, these were designed to keep the meats and other pie ingredients from going bad. It acted as a preservative, as, a, as well as a way to keep all the meat juices inside the pie. Mm, okay. So that it didn't get all squishy and leak everywhere, right? Side note: Before this, chefs used hunks of tough dried meat in clay ovens instead. So this was an improvement. Yeah, I can see that. This sounds cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes and no. Um, so making the <laughs> making wheat and flour before that was done by hand. So it was extremely mm. labor intensive. If you didn't have any kind of things to make the flour, like a, like a flour mill, it mm. had to be done ground by hand. And that was also tough. True. Uh, but hmm. these were also very practical in medieval times because it didn't require any dishes or utensils. You literally could just like pop the top off and just kind of um nom nom nom.
1: Is this uh, medieval Tupperware? (laughs) Is that what this is? (laughs) Yeah, this is medieval Tupperware. The real OGs have Tupperware made
0: of meat. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) As for the preservative aspect, sometimes bakers would carve a hole into the top of their crust and pour in melted fat to seal out the air. You know, that's logical. That makes sense. It doesn't sound very tasty. No. (laughs) But I like the thought process. Yeah, it's essentially like putting your plastic bag in water first to suck out all the air and vacuum seal it. Mm -hmm. It's just... I feel like... That's a lot of fat. Wax would be a
1: better option. Not in your food, though. It depends on, like, how quickly the wax melts and how solid your food is, you know? Like, I feel like wax would be easier to pop off later. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, it's like taking Play-Doh and letting it dry out. Yeah. That's what you're getting, essentially. So you could take, like, a butter knife and just kind of cut the outside and just kind of get off. And Mm -hmm. then eat the inside. Yeah. But yeah, you weren't originally supposed to eat the crusts. They were kind of gross. Not anymore, BB. So that's all I have on pie crusts. So now we can actually talk about pies. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The one that we're making today, just because I prefer it, is going to be a Dutch apple pie. And I'll explain the difference between Dutch apple and regular apple in the next section. But essentially for our pie, what we did was we cut up a bunch of apples, put them in lemon juice so they didn't brown. And then we added... Flour, sugar, more sugar, and spices, kind of like pumpkin pie spice, Mm -hmm. uh, into uh, the mixture, mixed it all up into the apples, and then we cooked it down for a good minute. Yes. And then after that, we let it chill in the freezer for 30 minutes so that it was not scalding, and it would Mm -hmm. get all those yummy sugars to gel up again. It would make it easier to cook. Yep. And then we placed it into pie crusts, and we had a streusel which is essentially flour butter sugar more sugar and a little bit of salt and you make it into this little sandy crumble mixture and you crumble it on top your pies and then we're in the process currently of baking it yeah Um, we do have a better version of what i just said (laughs) i have an official link for you this was brought to you by thefoodcharlatan.com (laughs) <laughs> thanks dot so I will definitely put that in my links so that you can try it too because so far it's fantastic um, if you do go exactly by what she says you're going to end up making two pies mm-hmm. it's a lot of apples it says one, it's, it's not it is two pies worth mm-hmm. I ended up basically using five apples out of the eleven suggested and I used probably ten or Uh, probably 10 out of the 11 and I had exactly enough for two pies Mm -hmm. but if you only make one you'll have leftover streusel to eat and it's delicious
1: true it is it tastes like cookie dough and it's so good Mm -hmm. and on that note the pie is ready are we Uh ready to
0: try it all right so no cheese first and then with cheese after yes
1: and what kind of cheese did you use um, I actually have, so my on my plate, I have mostly regular apple pie slash cobbler because I scooped it very aggressively. Um, mm. But then I also have a little square of Gouda and then I separately have a little square of white cheddar.
0: Nice. Yeah. And I just have a big rectangle of Gouda because that was what was in my fridge. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> and I forgot real cheese. Okay. All right. A dink. A dink. Ooh, dink. Dink. No cheese, first bite. Uh huh. Mm. Mm. Oh my god, I'm in love. Wow. Mm. I actually really like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. This is weird. I didn't think I'd like it. <laughs> I was ready to <laughs> hate it. Mm-mm. The streusel is delicious. You have been swayed. Hmm. Mm. Wow. Mm. Okay, mm. All right, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm-mm. hmm hmm Oh my god, I like apple pie now. This is new. All right. I'm so proud of you. I'm too. Alright, so with cheese, Mr. Squidward, with cheese. <laughs>
1: I gotta um I'm breaking off a little piece because it didn't quite melt. So wow. I have a chunk with cheese. See, I don't think I'm gonna like the cheese very much, so.
0: I think I am. I'm excited. Ah. Dropping Drop a bits. All right. Dink, dink. Mm. Mm. It's good. I don't taste it, unfortunately. I tasted mine
1: and I take it back. That's very good. Oh, oh all right. Hold on. Mm. I just, you know, have to take another bite for science.
0: Yeah. My good is not very strong. Hmm. Mm. Mm. I mean, it perfectly complements it. I don't
1: dislike it. Yeah. I'm going to try the sharp cheddar real quick. Yeah,
0: let me know how that is. I don't think I have any cheddar. Let me see if I have any shredded cheddar.
1: Okay. Only Fiesta blend. Oh, nope. Don't do that. (laughs) I mean, you could, I guess, if you wanted to. I think it'd be kind of weird. Probably. I'm going to do some cheddar. The cheddar is not as good. Not as. Gouda? Yeah. It makes it too funky. (laughs) Okay.
0: See, I really like funky. I wonder if adding like goat cheese would be good.
1: Mm. Yeah, that might be better. This is also like an especially funky cheddar. It's what Mm. I use for like my garlic steak sandwiches, so. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Um, Mm. the more I eat it, the less I enjoy the spices, hmm. I think I need to work on finding a blend of spices that isn't too much, given I accidentally doubled the amount of nutmeg. Yeah. So,
1: That's what I was about to say. It's like, that might do it too.
0: Maybe I just need less nutmeg, but dang, this is not bad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Has Mike tried it yet? Oh, he likes it. Yeah. He said it with the cheese is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mm. have to agree the cheese is
1: awesome I like the texture it gives yeah I think I still like it better without and with ice cream instead but mm-hmm. I can see where it's coming from
0: mm.
1: I think Mike added ice cream too mm. Mm. I did not get buy any ice cream so I'm just enjoying as is mm.
0: fun fact A la mode, in French, does not mean with ice cream.
1: No. Doesn't it mean, like, with the most or something? Let me look it up. Like, it's supposed to mean with everything, I think. The rest of the podcast is just gonna be us eating. Yeah. (laughs) According to Google Translate, it means fashionable. Hold on.
0: Or with beef braised in wine. (laughs) (laughs) I think... That makes sense. I can't remember what my French class said. But it mm. definitely doesn't mean with ice cream. That's no a whole different thing.
1: Ice cream is fashionable. Ice
0: cream is fashionable. The extra nutmeg gives it kind of a dirt flavor. Mm. It has a very earthy texture, an earthy taste to it. Mm-hmm. How? Nom, nom, nom. Okay. I'm done. I'm also done. I can proudly say I ate an entire slice of homemade apple pie and did not hate it. I'm so proud of you.
1: I'm so happy for you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The baked apples thing used to be a texture issue, but I think they were, like, the perfect amount of not mushy. Like, I still do Mm -hmm. not like the texture of applesauce. It freaks me out. Yeah, I can understand that. Too grainy. I think I've had bad apple pie before Hmm. maybe i liked apple pie this whole time and just didn't have good apple pie so (laughs) that is the dutch pie that we're making but i'm gonna go into more detail on what like an actual dutch pie is versus the traditional apple pie um Mm -hmm. and then we'll let you see if we have any more questions tell me about those pies (laughs) okay so while doing my research, I learned that there are two main types of apple pie. You have your traditional apple pie, and then you have a a, a Dutch apple pie. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, it's going to come down to what's on the top. Uh, gotcha. That is the main differences from what I was finding. Okay. There's probably some more, like, some pastry chef out there. Maybe your stepmom is going to be like, it's hey, not true. It's like the red velvet situation where you're like, it's just chocolate. And they're like, oh, it is not just chocolate. <laughs> this is what I could gather as a non-baker. Okay. So, um, since I know almost nothing about baking, I thought I'd go to one of the most reliable places, Masterclass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Thanks to Masterclass. Actually, let me see whose Masterclass this was. It doesn't say. It just says written by Masterclass. Oh. Maybe they
1: talked to a bunch of different people then.
0: Yeah. I wish it had said who it was, but they they offer a bunch of different things, like Cooking 101 with Gordon Ramsay. And that's that's pretty mm-hmm. intimidating. Yep. Yep. <laughs> No, it doesn't say who wrote this. I guess just Masterclass in general wrote a very quick Dutch apple pie versus apple pie. Oh, okay. So anyways, according to Masterclass, apple pies are made with an apple mixture poured over a bottom crust made with a store-bought pie dough or a homemade pie crust in a standard (laughs) nine-inch pie plate. All right. Apple pie filling includes ingredients like chopped or sliced apples, Lemon juice, white sugar, unsalted butter. Oh, and all and unsalted butter mixed together in a bowl. The best mm-hmm. apple slices are typically a mixture, which includes tart apples like Granny Smith and sweet apples like Honeycrisp. Yeah, it's exactly what I used. Which is which is exactly what we did do. Except I used Ambrosia, which is also on the sweet but uh crisp side, uh, mm-hmm. same as Honeycrisp. Yeah. To make a traditional apple pie, you would cover the top you would cover the top with another layer of dough, so another pie crust, mm-hmm. and bake the pie along a rimmed with a rimmed baking sheet until the crust turns golden brown. And then after it cools off, you would wait until it reaches room temperature because the inside is like lava for mm-hmm. quitters. <laughs> <laughs> Don't chicken out. Just do it. Just do it. Uh, pl- mm-hmm. If you go to the hospital, please do not sue us. We do not mm-hmm. condone no. eating lava pie. Um, eat at your own risk if you eat without letting cool. Um, that is my uh, disclosure. Anyways. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, add cream or a scoop of vanilla and enjoy. Mm. Yeah. Now for a Dutch apple pie, it's very similar except now... We have streusel on top, which is what we did. And that's just because Mm -hmm. I like sugar and I didn't feel like getting
1: another pie crust. I was lazy. Understandable. I like how the streusel came out and I just ate a spoonful of it Uh
0: a moment ago when we put more on the pie. So, yes. So Dutch apple pies are a style of baked pie with streusel topping. This top crust is sometimes called an apple crumble topping and includes Mm. melted butter, all-purpose flour, brown sugar, and cinnamon. Oh. Dutch apple pies are known for having a buttery, flaky crumb topping that bakes... (laughs) Sorry, I'll come back to that. Uh, Okay. That bakes well in deep-dish pie pans and baking sheets with a large rim. So Mm -hmm. that would have done... We probably should have gotten a deeper crust, but eh, it's fine. It's fine. So, side note, there's a video of an old couple trying to say buttery, flaky crust, and that <laughs> is what I was thinking of when I read that. Uh-huh. Uh, a buttery,
1: fl- fluffy crust. <laughs> <laughs> and the wife is just losing it, and she's like, no, it's buttery, flaky crust, and then she tries it and also and cannot then do it. And she
0: says the same thing that her husband was saying. <laughs> they were so cute. Uh, I'll uh-huh. link that, too, because that's hilarious. Yes, please. So as I read on to Masterclass, they continued, unlike other apple pie varieties like French apple pies, Dutch apple pies have a streusel topping that require an extra prep time and tools like a pastry blender. First of all, Hmm. we didn't use that. So whatever. Second of all, there's another? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm (laughs) like, like, I need to know more. I'm so confused. I thought there were only two types of apple pie and turns out there's three. (laughs) At least. Maybe there's more yes. we don't even know about. I tried. After that, I tried looking for more. This is the last one I could actually find without it saying 30 types of apple pie to try this fall. And I'm like, that's one too many.
1: Mm. Just okay. one.
0: 29 enough. So French apple pie. Also mm-hmm. called. <laughs> and I highly recommend looking this up in Google Translate because it's very funny. Oh, boy. Tart- I'm going to try it in my best French accent. It was Tarte Tatin. <laughs> Which is very hard to say because you have to say it with the back of your throat. Because it's not uh-huh. tart. It's tart. Or tart. I, I, can't, I can't speak with the back of my throat. I don't know how to do yeah. it. Um, Same. Anyways, please look it up in uh, Google Translate because it's hilarious. Because she goes ta 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 And then she goes ta-ta-ta-tan. And I'm like ta-ta-ta-ta-ta. Ah, <laughs> ta-ta-ta.
1: I want ta-ta-ta-ta. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm going to say it like an American. Yep, French apple pie is also called tart tar, tatin. Huh. <laughs> um, excuse me, the American is tart tatin. Oh, I'm sorry. Tart tatin. Tart tatin. tip yeah. around the tart tatin. T A R T E T A T I N. Anyways, mm-hmm. that also called that. <laughs> Ricky Tikki tart tatin. <laughs> oh my
1: gosh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, you take sliced apples and cook them first in an oven-proof skillet with butter and sugar. Okay. And then when the apples begin to bubble, they get cooked in the oven for about 20 minutes or so. After that, they're topped, they're topped off with a, pi- a pastry round and baked again. And then after it's cool completely, the pie is flipped over and boom, you have an open-faced French apple pie. Oh, okay. Talk about intimidating. Yeah. So if you think you're a pro baker, I beg you to try this technique. I'm talking to you, Dad. Mom, <laughs> make Dad try this. Make him listen to this section so that he can try this fancy fr- French apple pie. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it is required to say voila after flipping because otherwise it's not French. <laughs> <laughs> or if you mess it up, you a sacreble yes <laughs> um so with a french apple pie it's open-faced <laughs> yeah it sounds interesting yes but all of these pies are equally delicious theoretically <laughs> and they're a welcome addition to any picnic holiday gathering or just randomly with a scoop of vanilla ice cream Mm-hmm. to any podcast near you yes or with cheese question mark cheese yes what? okay so there's a reason you're having this reaction and it's because it's not made for our demographic technically all right and i say demographic geographically it's not made for our region gotcha okay so there's this thing where you're supposed to put a slice of cheddar cheese on top of apple pie and, like, I understand it, but who came up with this? This
1: is insane. I don't even understand it. I'm not giving them that much credit. I need explanation. Why? I
0: understand the concept of wanting to put cheese with apples. I genuinely love that. But this is not just apples. This is also, like, spicy spices, like cinnamon and, and like, cardamom. And this just weird things to add cheese to. I also wouldn't think to add cheddar cheese to that. I could see, like, you know, a feta or something like that. Mm -hmm. I really wanted to add brie, but your girl forgot. So we're going to sub it with gouda. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) That's gouda enough for me. Ha! Ah. (laughs) So this actually also potentially came from England. Okay. So sharp cheddar has been placed on top of apple pie in the U.S., as early as the 1800s, but it's likely to have originated in the 17th century in England due to a tradition of using dairy-based sauces in pies. So this was the next logical step. Sure. Add dairy on top of pie, not in pie. (laughs) Add cheese. (laughs) Sharp dairy. I mean, we do already add dairy to pies we add ice cream it's a very common topper it's just a different type of dairy
1: yes it's just the difference between the sweet versus a sharp cheddar that's throwing me off because i do have a sharp american white cheddar something something that
0: i could try Whoa. too you should try that okay
1: it's the same um, one i tried with the wine
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so ice cream is a very common topper for apple pie. The only issue with this is that freezers were not common in homes until the 20th century. So it's likely that cheese was the winner early on before this debate was a thing. Che- you know, cheese versus yep. ice cream. It yep. Cheese has been in the running. As a-, as a fact, if you were to ask someone in England how they prepare their apple pie, cheese is a no-brainer. It's like mandatory.
1: Well, that's why they're not American. (laughs) Butter's also not a sauce to put on sandwiches, so. But what about grilled cheese? No, like, they use butter in place of
0: mayonnaise. I know, that's kind of weird. Yeah. But, I mean, I can't knock it till I try it. I do like a ham sandwich with butter. It's delicious. Yeah. I mean, I would just eat bread with butter. I, I I also like that. Just need to make it clear. So, in the US, the most common places you'll see cheese on pie is actually in the New England states. (laughs) Ha ha, how ironic. (laughs) Pennsylvania and the Midwest, but it's more likely you'll find it in the New England states and the Midwest than you would anywhere else. Okay. It also comes with an extremely strong reaction in the southern states, where it's as wrong to some as it would be to put pineapple on pizza.
1: It's worse than putting pineapple on
0: pizza. Exactly. And this is why I said it's not really for us. We're in the South, and this is extremely uncommon around here. Mm-hmm. A la mode is definitely the way to go down in the South, but up in the North, you can likely find it with cheese. Interesting. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I, it says Pennsylvania. I wonder if they use cheese Whiz, and I I want to shove it in their face if they do, because that's Ugh. Oh. Oh, yeah, no. no cheese Whiz no, no. is huge in Pennsylvania, especially Philly. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-mm.
0: So could you imagine topping apple pie with Cheese
1: Whiz? It's an apple pie bar, and you have a can of Ready Whip and a can of Cheese Whip. Oh,
0: That is <laughs> nasty. Ugh. So that's all I have on the history and what is and why apple pies are... <laughs> yeah that's a lot more history than i thought i thought it was gonna be like you know american pie we made a pie and here we go i didn't know what to expect i had a feeling it had some history but i didn't realize that cheese was such a strong topic
1: yeah i didn't never even would think have Cheese guessed. was an
0: option <laughs> <laughs> i've heard of it but i thought haha no one
1: would do that barely people mm-hmm. do that weirdos i haven't even but- tried it but not yet. Well, we're about to. <laughs> we we're about to approximately twenty minutes ago for the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But I do have a quiz for us to try. Yay! This quiz is now that it's officially fall. You have to find out which pie matches your hot girl autumn vibe. Awesome!
1: I'm down for that.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so a lot of these are pictures, it looks like. So I am going to go ahead and do some describing, and then we'll select for both of us. Yep. So the first one is choose a fall aesthetic photo. So we have some hilly mountains, or not hilly mountains, some a hilly road that kind of looks like foothills of mountains. Uh, The leaves are just starting to turn, and it's like sunset. The Mm. next one is a lake with some fall foliage in the background and it's reflecting off the lake and it's very pretty mm-hmm. the next one is some falling leaves and some colorful fallen leaves already on the ground and they're just kind of like mid-fall it's very very fall <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and the last one is a close-up of some very pretty fall foliage mm-hmm
1: I think my favorite is going to be the falling leaves on the fallen leaves in the fall vibe. Okay,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think if I didn't get carsick, I would choose the the bumpy road. But I'm gonna go with mm-hmm. the lake. Okay, choose a fall outfit. So we have a very like business casual coatigan kind of deal. It's mm-hmm. tan with buttons. And it's got a little bit of a shoulder. It looks very professional and very cute. Very um, northern business professional fall. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a guy with a really cute sweater. I can't remember what style that is. I think it's called Argyle? I think so. Yeah, I think it's an Argyle sweater. And it has some fall colors in it, a lot like the leaf colors, with some mm-hmm. navy and gray thrown in there. Yeah. The next one is this big, like, poncho-style sweater or blanket. I mean, it's really hard to tell. It's very big. <laughs> um, Ponchos are just it, blankets anyway. Good point. And a hat. It looks like a cowboy hat. <laughs> and she's on the edge of a snowy lake with mountains <laughs> in the background. And then the last one is also very business casual. It looks like like a... uh. A tan peacoat, almost. And then black pants and some really nice, like, brown loafers.
1: Hmm. I think I'm going to go with the sweater. Because I I like sweaters and hoodies and that kind of feeling for fall. Mm Mm-hmm. I wish this chick wasn't wearing a
0: hat. I don't like the hat. Yeah. Um. I think I'm also going to choose the sweater. Okay. I'm more sweater than I am the rest of these. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Choose a hot chocolate. So the first one is all zhuzhed up. It has marshmallows, <laughs> cinnamon, a whole cinnamon stick, and a whole little pod of star anise. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one is topped off with just marshmallows, it looks like. I think there's caramel bits in there. Oh, okay. Gross. Yeah. We'll, we'll assume that, too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um The next one is loaded with potentially whipped cream and marshmallows. I can't tell. It doesn't look like just marshmallows. No, um, it's definitely and,
1: whipped cream or fluff or something.
0: Yeah. Oh, it might be marshmallow fluff.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: drizzled with hot chocolate or not hot chocolate, uh, chocolate syrup. And it's mm-hmm. all over the counter. It's kind of gross. It looks like it's been topped with powdered sugar as well. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And then the last one is plain Jane hot chocolate, no toppings.
1: I'm gonna go with a spicy hot chocolate
0: with the cinnamon either,
1: stick. Yeah, when I make hot chocolate, I either put a cinnamon stick, or once we get into like further into winter, I do a candy cane and Ugh. let it sit. It's so good. Ugh. Well, you do you. I appreciate your our differences. <laughs> <laughs> I will drink any hot chocolate somebody gives you with a cinnamon stick or peppermint in it.
0: I would not. Um, I am going to choose the plain Jane hot chocolate. I wish it just had marshmallows. I really oh, – no. I want the one that's on the top right that looks like it just has marshmallows and could be caramel. I'm going to pretend it's not caramel. Okay. That it's just marshmallows for me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Choose a pet to oh. take on a walk. So we have a very handsome-looking little toy poodle. We have a uh-huh. beautiful—I'm uh, going to call him cow print because that's the easiest way to describe it. It's not—it's not quite tuxedo, but it is a black and white mm-hmm. cat. Um, a long-haired shepherd of some kind. It's something in the herding breed, I think. It looks like an Australian shepherd mixed with a terrier of some kind, or maybe a keys long-haired. On hound. Ooh, maybe. Like Mickey? Yeah. Something like that. Mm Long-haired fluffy boy. Or no Mm pens for me. Um, I will be choosing the cat, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Funny enough, Mm -hmm. I'm also going to be choosing the cat. Oh, no way. Ooh. Choose a pair of shoes. We got some cute hiking boots. Not like hiking Mm -hmm. hiking, but like aesthetic hiking. Hmm. we have some very beaten up old tennis shoes you know reliable for hiking yep we got some cute chucks or converses and i have no idea what those are are they also boots i
1: think yeah i think they're more like fashionable leather boots
0: okay yeah
1: or that <laughs> i think i'm gonna go with the the hiking not hiking aesthetic boots okay I'm going to choose
0: the Converses. All right. I wish they had Vans because that's what I want. Yeah. Ooh. Finally, choose Mm. an extra fall accessory. We have a beanie. We have a scarf. We have sunglasses, which somehow are fall. And we have (laughs) gloves.
1: I'm going to be honest for the gloves picture because they're holding a cup of coffee, I thought it was the accessory was going to be the cup of coffee. Me too. I'm actually disappointed <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Uh since it's not, I'm going to go with the scarf.
0: Nice. I'm going to mm-hmm. go with the beanie. I want a hat. A hat. A hat. Oh, I'm so excited okay. to see what you are. Oh, okay. You're a classic. Everyone loves your originality and how down-to-earth you are. Chances are that you also have great advice, and some of your friends might come to you for big decisions. You are Pumpkin Pie. Yay!
1: (laughs) That's not a bad description
0: either. Yeah. You did not get Pumpkin Pie. Good,
1: I'm not a fan of that either. (laughs) Uh, You're the wild card, and people love your spontaneous and bold decisions. You're spunky and probably the coolest one out of your friend group, which is true. You are a (laughs) cherry cobbler. Oh, I don't Uh like that either,
0: but I like the description.
1: Uh, Are there any fall pies that you do like?
0: Yes, my (laughs) absolute favorite pie, which I'm now disappointed we didn't make. Sweet potato pie. Mmm, we can make that for Thanksgiving oh yeah we could Mm -hmm. I love sweet potato pie it is absolutely it was the first pie I ever loved and the second pie I ever loved was a berry pie ah those are really the only two pies I do love it very much (laughs) (laughs) those are really the only two pies that I like that's fair so that is all I have for our pie episode Yay! It was a good episode. It's very fall vibe. Yeah, it was aesthetic. Mhm. I think it was the perfect slice. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Allie, do you mm-hmm. know what's
1: going to be next? Um, that is an excellent question. Let's see. This episode is going to come out on November the 13th. So, next episode is going to be a Thanksgiving episode. Ooh. I don't know what we're going to do for it yet, but we're going to do something. All right. So, we'll <laughs> figure it out.
0: <laughs> Ooh, maybe we can do something that's like cranberry. Ooh, we could do a cranberry. I wonder if there's a good cranberry tea. Ooh, I bet there is. Cranberry is also extremely healthful. Like, it's good for your gut when it's not with a bunch of sugar. Mm -hmm. So, and it has a really cool, like, nature side to it. I bet you could do it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll do something. Something, Yeah. Something, something. Something, something, something. Uh, something. (laughs) (laughs) As always, we'd like to thank our listeners. Uh, We love and appreciate each and every one of you that listens, either weekly or weekly bi-weekly whenever you can um maybe this is your first time check it out Mm -hmm. we made pie (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but we love you and we are thankful for you always um Mm -hmm. as always all of my sources will be in the episode notes that's going to include my research sources the quiz and the recipe for the pies that we made
1: yeah and, of course, you can find our podcast at webrewgood.com because Woo. we have the website now. Because we're cool like that. Yeah, we are. But not like our <laughs> pie. Our pie is still very hot. Very uh, hot. <laughs> <laughs> very, very hot. Um, you can also find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple Pie Podcasts. Apple
0: Pie Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Apple Pie Podcasts. Otherwise, Apple
1: Podcasts.
0: Yes, <laughs> Apple Podcast. <laughs> and please, 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 please leave us a like. Give us a rating on all mm-hmm. of the devices that you can. Um, every little bit helps. We want to grow as much as you want to listen. So yeah. please do us a solid and give us a rating. The more five-star reviews we have on Spotify, the sooner you'll be able to actually tell us how much you love our podcast like with words so if you mm-hmm. leave us some five-star reviews we'll be able to like comment and stuff back yeah but in the meantime tell your friends tell your squirrels tell your guinea pigs tell your grandma and her doll that's sitting in the corner oh i hate
1: those those are creepy mm-hmm. make sure you also go over and find us on social media on the facebook's the instagram the tic at WeBrewGood. good Or you can send us an email directly to webrewgood at gmail.com.
0: Believe it or not, we're in that weird uh, generation where we really like getting emails that aren't Uh about work. Because no one sends us emails anymore. We don't get real mail. So, like, send us an email because that'd be cool. Yes, please. We'll be your email pen pal. (laughs) We are your key pals. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> your keyboard pals yes <laughs> um did you know for once the thing that we made not the thing we made but apples are a uh-huh. good snack for guinea pigs they're a fantastic
0: snack for guinea pigs they love fresh fruit Mm-hmm. but no seeds no <laughs> fun fact uh apple seeds have trace amounts of cyanide so you could kill them yeah, don't do that. <laughs> no. Um, but while you're making your pie for you and your family, you can make a teeny little pie for your guinea pig, and it's just gonna look like apples in a bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you can make it a quote unquote pie. Yeah. And then your mm-hmm. guinea pig's gonna be like whoop 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 whoop, and it's gonna go. It's gonna love or it. Am I go, as some guinea pigs do oh i've never met a
1: squeaking guinea pig i've only heard the whoop, 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 whoop. nope we used to have a squeaky guinea pig oh interesting her name was chewy <laughs> she chewed on a lot of things that's cute you know what they say an apple a day will help you stay beautiful. <laughs> <Stay brut-able. brutal. laughs>